Good morning and welcome to the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We are a spiritual community dedicated to the free search for truth and meaning, and we're very glad you're here. I would like to extend a special welcome to those of you visiting with us this morning. We come from a long heritage of teaching that there is a spark of the divine in every person. And so it is in the spirit of that heritage that I ask you to greet the holy in our midst by turning to the person to your right and left and welcoming them here this morning. Will you please say with me the words by which we light our chalice? In the light of truth and the warmth of love, we gather to seek, to find, and to share. This is a poem by Shel Silverstein. I dare you all to go into the haunted house on Howland Hill, where squiggly things with yellow eyes peek past the wormy windowsill. We'll creep into the moonlit yard where weeds reach out like fingers and through the rotted old front door squeaking on its hinges down the dark and whispering hall and past the musty study up the winding staircase. Don't step on that step that's bloody. Through the secret panel to the ragged, cobweb, dusty bed. Ten people must have died there. And the bats will screech, and the spirits will scream, and the thunder will crash like a horrible dream. And we'll sing with zombies and dance with the dead and howl at the ghost with the axe in his head. And come to think of it, what do you say? We go get some ice cream instead? People ask me, and I know they ask you, how do you have a church? How do you have worship? When you all call yourselves Unitary Universalists, and yet people have roots in Christianity, roots in Judaism, roots in Buddhism, in humanism, in the earth-based traditions. People have roots in all different places, and yet you all come to this place, and you're all Unitary Universalists together. What are the things that hold you together? And one of the things we say is, well, our mission holds us together, and we say it every Sunday. We gather in community to nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice. Our stewardship theme this fall is, I'm a believer. And so, now and then, during our stewardship campaign, which goes on for another week, TikTok, we have people who will come to the front and say why they want to support this congregation now. Good morning. My name is Valerie Stern. My husband, Brendan, and I have been members of First UU for the past six years. It is a pretty rare and special thing to have a place to come and be with others to collectively marvel at existence without having to pretend to agree on what existence is or what it means or how we got here, to ask important questions together and not expect to all come to the same conclusions. It is rare to have a place where we can collectively grapple with what it means to live a good life and have ways in which we can act out these values together by working for social justice, by being drawn into the present moment with beautiful music, by sitting together and simply breathing in and out, 
by listening to the joys and sorrows of those we meet and speak to each week. It is rare to have a place where everyone is accepted and embraced. It is important for me to have this place in my life. I love walking in the door and seeing lots of people that I know and I can have meaningful conversations with. I love that my kids get to be part of an intergenerational community with friends of all ages. I love getting to sing and listen and meditate with all of you during the services. First You You helps me to keep my compass pointed in the right direction. It is so easy to let my ego pay attention to the myriad of voices telling me that I need something else, something just out of reach to be happy and fulfilled. And coming here reminds me that I have all I need right here, right now. This place is important to the individuals who come here, but it is also important to the wider community. I'm sure that we all love Austin, but we know that it is far from perfect. There are people suffering here, suffering from poverty or abuse or being rejected because of who they are or what they believe. First UU and what we do here makes a difference to many people out there in Austin and beyond. Brendan and I know that this church is important, which is why we pledge. We realize that the church isn't some separate entity from ourselves. The church is us, a collection of individual people who each week decide to come back and who decide again and again to give time and money to make this place possible to make the special, radical things that we do here happen. So thank you for being a part of this beloved community. Thank you for sustaining this church with your time and your treasure. And if you have yet to pledge, I hope you do so in a way that feels generous. Now let us all breathe together until we can feel some stillness. Let us breathe into that place in our heart where we are, who we are. This is the place for clarity to come. This is the place for us to listen to God as we understand God. Or just to listen to our own inner wisdom. Or just to breathe. This is a place to let the trivial drop away. place to feel for what's real. We hold in our hearts those who are suffering and in pain, those who are fearful, those who are in harm's way because of war or natural disaster. We hold in our hearts those who are rejoicing. We ask for the spiritual root, the spiritual sturdiness to be good companions to those who are either sorrowing or joyful. May we now listen to the words of wisdom to the music for lighting candles.
the words of Stephen King. The thing under my bed isn't real. I know that. I also know that if I keep my foot under the covers, it can't grab my ankle. Let us continue our meditation with the Buddhist meta-meditation or loving-kindness prayer. We say this three times. I'll say a line and you say it after me, should you choose to. The first time through, we say this for ourselves. May I be free from danger. May I be mentally happy. May I be physically happy. May I have ease of well-being. The second time we say this for someone we love. May you be free from danger. May you be mentally happy. May you be physically happy. May you have ease of well-being. The third time, as a spiritual exercise, we say this for someone against whom we have a resentment. May you be free from danger. May you be mentally happy. May you be physically happy. May you have ease of well-being. This is the time of year when the nights are growing longer and the days are growing shorter. Most people are a little scared of the dark. You can't see where you're going as well when it's dark, and you can't really see what's around you when it's dark, so it's natural to be a little scared. I think even grown-ups are scared of the dark sometimes. Do we have any grown-ups who would be nervous if they were walking in the woods by themselves at night? Yeah, see, look around. It's not just kids. When I was a little kid, I was pretty sure that there was a man living in my closet, a bad man. And I would get my mother to check for him every single night before I went to bed. And she wouldn't find him ever. He came out after she left. So I knew he was really, really good at hiding. And I kind of knew he wasn't real, but he also was very scary. So I know that I am not alone in being scared of things. Stephen King said he's scared of the guy under the bed, even though he knows he's not real. Stephen King writes very scary books, for those of you who don't know. And he shouldn't be scared of anything because he is the scariest guy ever. People do lots of different things to deal with their fear. And one of the things we do is Halloween. Really, since ancient days, people have used Halloween 
as a way of handling their being scared of the dark and scared of things they can't see and scared of things that aren't real but they're still scary. And one of the ways that people deal with fear is that they are really, 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 really good and they follow all the rules, all the rules to the letter. And they feel like that's going to protect them some, somehow from bad things happening, but it really doesn't work. It works okay. It doesn't work perfectly like it should. And other people deal with fear by making themselves really scary. So they walk down the street with a scary face on. Let's all make a really scary face. Try harder. I'm not scared. <laughs> really scary face. Here we go. Okay, that was some good that was some good scary face making. Thank you. So, um, people dress up at Halloween as very scary things or as very powerful things. Some people dress up like superheroes, and some people dress up like fairies and zombies. Exactly. And they dress up like things that they can then feel the powers of those things in them a little bit when they have the costumes on. Because we all kind of feel like we could fly, like your song said. We all feel like we could fly if we just could figure it out. It's just right around the corner that we could figure out how to fly. I don't know. I think most people have that feeling. And so you try on different outfits and try on different characters and see what kind of abilities those make you feel like you have. And you might surprise yourself because there's more inside you than you realize. More strength inside you and sometimes more scariness. That you could be scary enough to scare away your fears sometimes. Yeah. The ancient people did not know what happened after things died. Animals, people, they did not know. And guess what? We still don't know. We don't know what happens after you die to parts of you, but we know what happens to your body. I don't know if you know this, but bodies are all part of the earth. Your cat's body, your dog's body, your body, your bird's body, everybody is part of the earth. Did you know that? Well, now you do. And I don't know if you know this or not, but we're made out of the same material as the stars and the same material as the earth and the same material as the sea. So we've got a little star, a little ocean, a little earth, all in the recipe of who we are. And that's a good thing to remember. And we know that after our life is over, we'll go back and become part of the earth again. And what you do when you become part of the earth again is then your star material and earth material and sea material, it feeds the grass that comes up. And the grass feeds the cows and rabbits and whatever else eats grass. I grew up in the suburbs. I don't know. 
And then those animals feed other animals, and those animals feed some humans, and the grass and the plants feed some humans too. And so we all get to be part of everything. And that doesn't take any faith at all. That just happens with your carbon. So we know that after we die, we, come, we become a part of everything again. So that's not so bad. And becoming a part of everything is almost a way of being reborn. A lot of religions teach that you're born again and again and again, but what they might mean is that, you're, that you feed a bird, which then feeds a cat. And then you become a cat. Is it you that's the cat? Or not really. But you are still living in the oneness of everything. And that's what this chant is about that we're about to sing. You got your rhythm makers out? Got your drumming hands going? All right. Another very simple tune. But this one has two sets of words. Now, um, may I ask you all in the choir to learn one particular part because you are our singers and you in the children's choir too. Um, this list in chant 1B, it's a list of goddesses, and it goes like this. Isis, Astarte, Diana, Hecate, Demeter, Kali, Inanna. You guys want to practice that with the choir? Isis, Astarte, Diana, Hecate, Demeter, Kali, Inanna. That's right, and the rest of us will sing. Hoof and horn, hoof and horn. All that die shall be reborn. Corn and grain, corn and grain. All that falls shall rise again. Hoof and horn, hoof and horn. All that die shall be reborn. Corn and grain, corn and grain. All that falls shall rise again. Hoof and horn, hoof and horn. All that die shall be reborn. Corn and grain. Corn and grain, all that fall shall rise again. Isis Astarte Diana, Hecate Demeter, Kali Inanna. Isis Astarte Diana, Hecate Demeter, Kali Inanna. Hoof and horn, hoof and horn, all that fire shall be reborn. Corn and grain, corn and grain, all that fall shall rise again. Isis Astarte Diana, Hecate Demeter, Kali Inanna. 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 Isis Astarte Diana. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. The people in Africa say that there are different stages of being dead. One is when you stop breathing, and the next one is when the last person who remembers you 
leave the earth. So you're not really dead as long as people remember you. So if you have a dog that dies, or if you have a grandparent who dies, you are the keeper of their memory. And it's good to tell stories about them, and it's good to remember them, because in remembering them, you keep them as part of you. And that's why we sing, we are the old people, we are the new people, we are the same people deeper than before. We sang that early on. Because all of these people that we remember are part of us, and we keep them with us while we're still on the earth. And we tell our families stories. We tell stories when we're alive about people who are alive. You guys tell family stories, right? Remember that time Uncle David did that silly thing? And you tell stories about your babies. Remember when you were born and you didn't know how to eat and we had to feed you with a spoon? We love telling stories about each other, and that's one way of loving each other. And so since we're all one, and since we're all part of everything, and since we are all keepers of one another's stories, we sing this last hymn, Chant. Okay, here's how this one goes. This one has a hand motion. So get your hands. Are your hands ready? All right. Good. This one says, earth my body, water my blood, air my breath, and fire my spirit. All right. Here we go. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath, and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood. Air my breath and fire my spirit, earth my body, water my blood. Air my breath and fire my spirit, earth my body, water my blood. Air my breath and fire my spirit, earth my body, water my blood. Air my breath and fire my spirit, earth my body, water my blood. Air my breath and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath and fire my spirit. You guys like singing chants, okay? Good. I'm glad I like hearing them, too. Here's the last thing I want to say, and this is a quotation from the earth-based tradition. In living, we die. In dying, we live. The fruit is first seed, yet seed comes from the fruit. In the mystery of life and death, and rebirth. Please say with me the words by which we extinguish our chalice. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, 
or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. Bright morning stars are rising. Bright morning stars are rising. Bright morning stars are rising. Day is a breaking in my soul. Go in peace. This is a presentation of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, visit our website at www.austinuu.org.